In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Selling a little? or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the 26th episode of Tender Loving Care, question mark, with your host myself, Pauline, and my darling Kate. Every week, Kate and I break down two shows from the TLC network, the name of the network that I believe for the longest time was an acronym for Tender Loving Care. And when I found out that it actually stood for the Learning Channel and I saw the types of shows that are on that channel, my deep confusion bred this podcast. Each week, Kate and I will randomly select two shows to cover for the next episode by spinning the wheel of shame which has all 113 shows that we will be studying hello Kate good evening good evening good evening bonsoir, bonsoir. Mon ami. um Kate I want to start off with a little bit of updating for our for our listeners and for you because I've not discussed one thing that I've been working on this week um so let's get straight into it okay okay Okay. now in our intro we obviously say 113 shows in the wheel of shame we've now been going for 20 26 weeks which is so bananas but anyway we've been going for 26 weeks so obviously it's depleted somewhat and if and you know we do keep stumbling across oh shit this isn't even on a network anymore so i decided to pull up my bootstraps and I pulled up TLC, the content of all their shows, pulled up the Wheel of Shame, and I did a full refresh of the Wheel of Shame. Wow. Okay. Yes. Good job. That's so awesome. now some of the I am very happy to announce there were some things that had been scrubbed from TLC that I had to take off. An interesting one that had been scrubbed from the TLC that was on the Wheel of Shame was a documentary about Jamie Lynn Spears called <gasps> When the Lights Go Out. 
that has been taken off. <sighs> yeah. Probably because right. of all the co- yeah, controversy and with everything with Free Britney. Yeah. I you wonder know? what that's like. Ugh. Uh yeah. So I I took, I'm sure it was all pandering to her and how much yeah. she suffered and stuff like that. So anyway, that's gone. Okay. There have been some good ones that have been added. Now I don't want to spoil anything, but there were a couple that I had to add in that I am extremely excited about. Now, I was able to get rid of one baby one and one wedding one that was no longer on there either. Yes. So it was, it really was a joyous time. You know, I got to go through the wheel and relive kind of what's on there. And we have a lot. Now, as I was on the Chelsea website, I'll ask a woman looking for love. And I was going to read the synopsis of that because you had said, Polly, it's not really what you think it is. And as you know, listeners, I am obsessed and holding my breath every week to get it. But Kate, I didn't read it. I thought I'm not doing it. I'm not okay. doing it. I'm going to be happy when we get it. Um, but I will just pull up the wheel right now just to whet the appetite for our for our listeners. So guys, as you know, we obviously have all of the 90 days still. There's a lot of 90 day stuff. Um, there, there's one that's just simply called, I added this one on, right? And it's just called Body Parts. Oh, <laughs> just body parts. And there's a photo of a doctor, right? And she's holding up like this prosthetic. I thought it was an asshole, right? <laughs> I thought <laughs> I thought it was like a close up of an asshole, but it's like a prosthetic, a prosthetic like iron nose. It's really weird. I, don't under- I mean, can you, um, I don't know what it's going to be. Well, I do. It's going to be about body parts, but whatever. It's ugh. strange. Um, there was another one. There's one that I don't know. I saw a glimpse. It's called Down South Spirit. And I don't know if it's Spooky Duke because I was thinking as we get in to autumn and we get into October, Kate, mm. I think we should do listeners. You can email us if you think this is a good idea. There are some shows on the Discovery Channel. Actually, there is a lot of shows on the Discovery Channel, Discovery Plus, which houses a lot of TLC. That's where Kate and I watch a lot of our TLC shows. Tons of ghost hunting stuff. Kate, what do you think about doing some themed Halloween stuff? I think that would be so fun. And I hope that the Kesha one is included. (laughs) Did you know Kesha? Okay. I have seen, I think I've either seen it or I can't, I don't know exactly what my connection to is. It all I remember is I've seen it come up and I've gone, I've watched that because I remember seeing her in a hotel in a documentary and it was like late at night and she was talking about ghosts. It could have been a different documentary because that was years ago. And I don't know if this is recent. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, definitely. Yeah, definitely watch it. I watched an episode of it recently at my friend's house and she was really spooked out. She wouldn't even stay in the room. She's like, we're done. We're done for the night. So is it older? It's not a recent thing. It's recent. Oh, so it can't be what I've seen. I, this was years ago and she was in a hotel. It was an old, um, being, it was an old bed and breakfast. It was like a Victorian bed and breakfast. She's in the room. She's gathering like people that are with her. They've got a camera crew and she's like, come on, let's just go and do this in the middle of the night. And she was getting really freaked out. Oh, I don't, I don't know. 
Maybe it was I don't know, some separate like uh, yeah. episode that had different people on it or something. Or maybe it was like her on tour, but I would never really watch anything about her. I don't know. But anyway, yes, that would be a great one, for example. I mean, look, I want ones that are so over the top, like really over the top and ridiculous. I don't want ones that are actually investigating and show evidence. I want ones where it's just all Oh God, I fe- did you feel that? God, I'm getting really hot. Did you feel that? Yeah, I felt that. Did, did you hear that? No. Well, I know it. Replay, replay. Like I want those <laughs> ones. So I would love that. Yeah. Okay, good. All right. So let me just go back again to the Will of Shame because it was another one I wanted to point out to you. So along with body parts, just body parts, there was one here. Now, where was it? Oh yeah, there's one called Hot and Heavy. And it's just about, I think it's just about really, really horny, morbidly obese people. So, ooh, I'm excited for that. That's a good one. There was one that I'd forgotten um, that we had already on on here. It was called Addicted to Marriage. That oh. I'm excited about. I hope they're it's- old. I hope it's a bunch of old ladies who have been married like eight times. Oh, I hope they're young and they've been married eight times. <laughs> I want terrible mistakes early on. Um there is, of course, Sex Sent Me to the ER, starring, mm. starring myself in one episode, which I cannot wait to find. I was oh. extra and I played a nurse in Sex Sent Me to the ER about 15 years ago. So I'm so excited for that one. I am going to die when I see that. It's good. We, but Kate, you understand we're going to have to watch all of them to try and find me because they all have nurses in them. So I've no concept oh, of what it was about. You don't know what episode? No way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, this one, it's called Outrageous 911. And there's just a photo of a 911 operator looking shocked on the on the front of it. I think that would be good. Reenactments, yep. Oh, it probably will be. I'm just going to find one where I don't want to give... Oh, this is it. So if you thought body parts was a great title there's one that's just called stuck no and <laughs> but what it is you just see there their like cover photo is a doctor just pulling something out of someone's ear so we're gonna mm. have a ton of reenactments but it's just gonna be stuff stuck in orifices that's what that entire show is gonna be about i could watch a little bit of that and be interested we can we could dip our toe in that then i realized we have one on here that is actually uh you know tlc sometimes surprises us when they're like no we've actually got something of high quality for you surprise (laughs) we've got something of high quality um who do you think you are it's when they do the background and family tree of people oh of famous people I, I think this is like the non-famous, I believe. Okay. Um, but I think that one will actually be really interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then then the very last one, You, Me, and My Ex. Oh, oh yeah. I've seen oh, yeah. some of that. <gasps> Have you? It's good. Yeah, I like good. it. Good, yeah. good, good. Okay. So I wanted to fill everyone in on that. And you know what, Kate, before we get to the end of the show, when you know, people have got tired of us. Why don't we plug at the beginning what is now live, thriving, and what what people should do, where they should go. Kate, take it away. What's happened to our potty? 
big news. If you haven't heard, we have a Patreon now and we are covering 90 day UK in great detail. We are looking at the furniture. We Mm. are dissecting Mm. every scabs on arms literally (laughs) every pub that they enter and there are many pubs that they enter (laughs) yes pints and tea plenty Mm. so Mm. please go check it out because we are having so much fun recording Mm. it and watching it and it's a good time over there so you can go to patreon.com slash tender loving care pod you can also go to our instagram tender loving care pod and click the link in our bio and Mm -hmm. you can find it there as well. It's five bucks a month, you guys, and you get over four hours of extra content. And it's really fun. It's it's amazing. And, you know, Kate made one of those fancy link tree stuff that, you know, only fans creators have. And Mm -hmm. like anyone that has stuff that they actually, you know, when they have shot all these people, famous people and stuff that I don't know what I'm talking about. You know what it is. But when you see a link tree, you go, Oh, they're a little bit organized. Oh, okay. okay. They might have their shit together. Several links. (laughs) We have several guys. Merch coming soon. Um, So, you know, Kate organized that. It's on our Instagram. Go and check that out. You'll be able to find everything there. Um, You know, and we're a 90 Day Fiance UK comes out every Sunday. We watch it Sunday, record it Sunday, and it's live first thing on Monday. So you are getting immediate reactions. And not only that, because I am English, you are getting geography lessons and you're getting translation and language lessons from me. And then I'm the dumb American who asks, look, you know, it's we have a good are. time. We have a good, yeah. good time. <laughs> so go over to our Patreon and sign up um, and you will be able to get exclusive content that nobody else will be hearing unless they're also a Patreon member. All right. Um, Kate. Shall we start with our first show that I thought was the movie Lost in Translation last week? (laughs) Yes. So last week we spun the wheel of shame at the end of the show and Pauline was like, we got lost in translation. I was like, the Bill Murray Murray. (laughs) So excited. TLC has done so well. Who knew? Wow. No, no, it was, uh, I Googled and found out that it is actually lost in transition. It was like an autocorrect thing. So here is how TLC describes this show. This groundbreaking docuseries chronicles the lives of couples navigating the most confusing, disappointing, and uncertain time in their marriages. Imagine what a woman is thinking when her husband finally builds up the courage to share with her this life-altering truth. He identifies as a different gender. Each hour-long episode shares the deeply personal story of a couple attempting to make sense of their new normal. The wife has recently found out that her husband has grappled with his gender identity for years and has made the brave decision to become the woman he is inside. I feel like this should say she is inside. This is TLC's Mm -hmm. words, everyone right? Mm. I don't know. Viewers share in their journey as they take steps towards the husband's transition and the many other changes that accompany it. What'd you think, Pauline? Right. So I thought, first of all, I'm actually going to read out because I thought this is really, really important because, you know, it's 2022, but and we can all assume everybody understands what transgender is when we use that term. But I think reading out a definition of it is really, really important for people that may be a little bit confused or just need some clarity. So this is um, 
This is coming from um, APA, which is the um, American Psychological Association um, in conjunction with LGBTQIA community. Um, It says that transgender is an umbrella term for persons whose gender identity gender expression or behavior does not conform to the typically associated with the sex to which they were assigned at birth Mm -hmm. so I think it's important that we just say that just because it gives a little bit of clarity because I think what I realized in this I think it's so easy for us to presume everyone understands it now just because the transgender community has a bigger voice than they have had previously that we think well everybody understands it but that's that's not the case at all so right I just wanted to do that now this was interesting because once again this was scrubbed so we couldn't <laughs> find it anywhere um we ended up literally watching clips from on youtube that was it so we did get some very emotional clips but they were just like seven minutes each or something but kate and i grappled with what we had um it was one season in 2018 and i watching it wrote it's a shame that this was only one season because i think this was a very important see important series kate I agree. I was like, thank you, TLC UK YouTube channel coming through again Mm -hmm. because this was very touching at moments. It was quite real. I mean, we always talk about like, oh, it was so real or it was so fake because there's such a stark difference between some of these shows. Like we have at one end of the spectrum, the um, reenactment shows Mm -hmm. that are super corny. And then at the other end of the spectrum, we have shows like this doc. It's a docuseries really. And it's very raw and you you're seeing people have these tough conversations that Mm -hmm you know, some of these conversations, I was like, wow, if I was the wife, you know, oh. I might not, I wouldn't want that on TV. Like, you know, I, I think that this echoes last week when we did high school mums, mm-hmm. you know, that was a, that was an old, that was like 2012 documentary. And it really felt like you were watching a well-researched, well-shot documentary. This Lost in Transition seemed the same. And I understand now why this was the learning channel like they they if they had content like this all the time as a as opposed to 18 spin-offs of 90 day not that i am objecting to that um but darson stace compared to something like this you understand why it's the learning channel because in this there was so much information remember kate and i only watched you know little clips but I think this show could, I think there was a lot in it that was very polarizing. I think it was a lot that was eye-opening for me as well. And I think there was a fantastic balance that I saw between um, exploring the um, struggles of the transgendered individual, as well as the family, which gets forgotten a lot. And I think right. that needs to be emphasized a lot. Um we There were one, two, three, there were four, um, four couples that we met. And it was all the same setup that they had been married for a while. And um, the transgender woman had identified as male, the majority, all of the marriage. So in some of the clips, we kind of see them 
you know, as a couple, like telling people there were clips where an individual, uh, Beverly, who was married to Karen, got a permanent hairpiece. There was like little things that we saw that was um, uh, showing their journey into mm-hmm. their transformation. And then there was also quite a few clips between the couple Cindy who was married to Lucy whose dead name was Troy and they had been married together for a while they'd been married for a while um this one was intense Kate Cindy was not in a place where she was able to be kind I mean it it was it was tough to watch that when they were in the car I was like oh that was tough I don't know if I agree with that. I think, you see, what they did here is is Lucy had come out and um, Cindy was a woman that had been married before, had been in a very, very abusive relationship. And then when she met Lucy, who was then known as Troy, you know, she was just so overwhelmed that she met someone that was so, so kind and different to her previous, you know, abusive husband. And they just got on so well. You could tell there was so much love there between them. They'd really, really looked after each other. Yeah. And I think what this displayed, which I think is very, very, very important, um, is the effect it has on the family. Because we need to concentrate on the um, transgendered individual's journey, which the majority of um, documentaries like um, we've had, you know, jazz you know i am jazz Mm -hmm. we had too fat to transition you know we were focused but i think what gets lost along the way is the people and their family and their partners that are mourning someone that they've lost Mm -hmm. and the confusion and them having to understand it and i think lucy was very very quick to just say I'm sick of my, this was one of the quotes, I'm sick of my choices upsetting people. I want everyone to, you know, just accept it straight away. And it's because, you know, Lucy's been living like that her entire life, having to hide herself, Mm -hmm. having to be able to reach the point where she can reveal herself and who she really is. And I'm sure in that journey, it's hard to understand Cindy of having no idea any concept or clue whatsoever this may have been going on and Mm -hmm. her having to grapple with that who may not even be educated in what transgender is or um what the community is like or what that even means plus you have to realize what you know there's all the factors of how will the children react there's grandchildren are we even staying together i've just lost my partner i've lost the person i knew and i think they did a really really good job at showing this as well because i do think that that gets lost a lot of the times because the majority of the documentaries that we see that have kind of been like this you know with um a marriage Luckily, they focus a lot on really, really supportive partners, which is fantastic. And I wish all of them could, you know, anyone that's transgender could have that. But for example, um, who was it? Jennifer and Lauren, they were just beaming. They were so, you know, Jennifer had said it's really hard for me and she hasn't taken care of herself. She says, I've gained weight. I've been sick. I can't sleep because it's been. Can you imagine what a shock to the system it is for these partners? Yeah, a lot of the partners or I would say all of the partners felt kind of blindsided. It seemed like sure it 
from what we saw in the clips, guys, I mean, yeah, we, we didn't, clips. we didn't yeah. see everything, but from what we saw, it, it didn't seem like the wives had any idea, mm-hmm. for, you know? And so I, I totally get what you're saying. I just like, I don't know. It, it was just a scene in this truck where they're fighting. And I just was like, I feel like I'm not supposed to be here watching this. Like it's deeply it just, personal. It was I mean, very personal deeply, deeply. And yeah, I guess my instinct is to like, just get really protective over the trans women, like, you know, cause they're the ones actively going through it, but you have a good point that like, obviously this affects everyone who's close to them as well. And I, I think it's unfair as well that people get lost in it. You can't yeah. compare the struggles right. of um, a trans woman and um, her wife, mm-hmm. but it's important that we do look at both of it because yeah. we're we're luckily now being educated more and more to understand um, what a um, transgendered person's struggles are and we're focused on it as we should be because we have never been before. Um, but that doesn't mean they're automatically going to deal with everything correctly, nor is the spouse. So I think that gut instinct to be like, well, we have to protect the one person who's been disadvantaged for so long isn't always necessarily correct. Right. It's like, we can't completely disregard all the feelings of their loved ones because they're going through this it's like right and that that was a lot of it it was like therapy sessions and working through this whole process now there was one couple and i i don't know which one it was because listeners we literally had like five minutes or seven minute clips but there was a couple and i really wish i could have seen more that the husband was transitioning um and their child was as well yes who was that I have that written down that was Karen and Beverly they had that therapy session and their child yeah yeah. their child Cass was also in the therapy session which I found interesting yeah it just seemed I mean of course there's family therapy but this was a session that was mostly focused on the couple's relationship and their um, breakup basically, and how they're moving forward. It was very relationship focused and then their child was there. And I wasn't so sure if that was like too much info, but I mean, it's on TV. So it seemed to be like a lot to go through with three people that are dealing with something or each individually and putting them all in the same room when it really wasn't mm-hmm. about the family dynamic. Mm-hmm. It was about Beverly and Karen talking about where their relationship goes from there. Right. And Cass was Cass. You see, once again, it's a clip. I know this is really hard for you listeners because we can't give you like any deep context of any of this. Um, but Cass, um, the child was, also transitioning and i wish we could have seen more of that because that is fascinating you know one of the parents and one of the children at the same time i thought so too once they said that i was like but we couldn't find anything guys it was just like it was honestly kate and i had a really hard time we're trying to piece together an entire show that all i did is i went on imdb 
and I saw um, and I kind of read the synopsis of like each episode to see if there was anything else I could gather from it. But it was just it was pretty vague. Um, I was curious if the child came out before the parent yeah. or if the, like who kind of because I would imagine that one of them sort of inspired the other to do the same because one of them because unless they did at the exact same time came out to everyone like yeah I'm sure one of them came out and then the other one was like yeah I'm gonna say I'm gonna speak my truth as well so so incredible to watch that but I don't know if you can watch it in the UK UK listeners you might be able to find it um I'm just trying to think of any other note what else did you kind of have written down about these couples there were four couples wasn't there yeah um we saw we had a couple scenes of the trans women um sort of discovering their looks there were there were like a few you know uh, oh and make, that horrendous hairdresser with Can the fedora about... with the fedora or no no oh that the was the makeup incredibly artist. cruel hairdresser that was oh it the, was... the redhead yeah the curly hair yeah, yeah. Such a bitch. okay was it leslie is that who it was, Leslie, that was trying on a wig and really getting into female form for the first time? Lucy, I think, right? No, it. Oh. I don't know. It was the scene, Kate, where oh, I think it was Leslie. Apologies if this is incorrect because I don't have the woman's name written down. But it was the first time Leslie was going to get a makeover, or get photos taken as her true self and she wanted her hair done makeup done dress and it was this really amazing scene because you see her in a dress and then looking in the mirror okay Mm -hmm. so it starts off like this and this is just the clip that we saw but she she goes over and she looks in the mirror and she's wearing a dress and it's like a bodycon dress and she has a wig on and the wig looked ridiculous it was like way too over the top so she looks in the mirror and first of all she's completely shocked she's just like you know trying to take it all in because she's like I really didn't look in the mirror for 30 years I didn't like what I saw and now I'm looking at myself as a woman and she goes but this wig is because it did it looked ridiculous and this headdress is like oh all right what do you want you are just so ridiculous and I honestly I can't remember who it was let's say it was is Leslie and Leslie goes well I just think it looks like really draggish it doesn't look natural at all like I want to you know I want to be natural mm-hmm. and this hairdresser was such a bitch she was like oh really okay and then she kept trying to like overcompensate by being like I work with the trans community all the time and this is just ridiculous I mean what do you want what do you want oh you are a nightmare and this was like one of the most important moments it for was... this individual. And she kept trying to like make out as though, oh, I'm just one of you, just trying to, you know, I'm on your team. But she was being deeply offensive the entire time. I couldn't tell if she was putting it on for the cameras, yeah. like yeah. she was trying to be an entertaining, sassy hairdresser character, I... or if she truly is that abrasive. <laughs> she was just a goddamn bitch. And all the comments and YouTube were like, that hairdresser is a bitch. She was awful. And it was really interesting because, as I say, sorry, I did not write which couple this was. But um, when the individual looked and kind of got a better wig on, even though his hairdresser was like, ugh, no one does. When they liked the, liked the look and then got photos taken, what was really striking, and this really got me, Kate, she said 
she was looking in the mirror and she was like, you know, this is the first time I kind of feel myself and I'm seeing myself. And then she was, you know, talking about, oh, I need to lose some weight here or something like that. And she goes, and then it will kind of go there. And then she just goes, I'm so old. Yeah. And she said, you know, this was so poignant. She said, this is the first time, you know, she's actually dressed as who she is. She says, but I feel like I've wasted so much time because I, I wasn't dressed as a young woman like this. Oh, that was hard. Yeah, she's saying that when she pictures, like her whole life, she's pictured herself, you know, presenting as female and and that's the image in her head. And then she looks in the mirror and realizes that all these years have passed. And yeah. It, yeah, that, that was, was that was hard. Mm-hmm. That was really hard because you, you, you know, you can just see she's thinking, "Why didn't I do this sooner?" Right. I could have been a youthful woman, you know, when I finally was myself. Um, that was hard. That was really, really hard. didn't help that there was a bitch hairdresser in the background, be like, <laughs> "Come on!" But, um, anyway, God knows what happened to her. Um, I literally have no other notes. Do you have any other notes? Um, my other favorite scene that we saw mm-hmm. was when, um, let's see, this is Lauren with Jennifer. I like them a lot. Yeah, I love, yeah, they were sweet. And so Lauren, I think is a lawyer, um, but the point oh, is- I didn't get her. Yeah, I didn't know what her profession was. Yeah, yeah, yeah is uh some she works in an office anyway mm. and we see the first day that she's going to work dressed as a woman and yeah. you know, wearing makeup hair done everything yeah, that was and great. um she's super nervous and then uh we see her come home and all the kids are so the kids i cried at this the kids run up to her they're hugging her how was your day and how'd it go and um and then we see uh, the wife talking with Lauren and Lauren's like, yeah, I mean, no one said anything and, mm-hmm. it, you know, it was fine. And then we get this interview, this like in the moment interview with the two kids. And I think it's the daughter. She's like, she's probably like 12 or something. Yeah. Yeah. And um, she's like, you know, she really just needs to put herself first and um, like just says all these beautiful things. And it just sounded so mature coming out of her mouth. And I know, I know. I, that whole scene with that family, like that family just had so much love and they had a they huge did. group of friends around them, their neighbors, very and their lucky. friends. Yeah. So they were, yeah, that was they nice. Very, very lucky. And that Jennifer, she was, I mean, she adored Lauren she really did and I'm glad that she was you know she was recognizing that she needed to look after herself as well because she says I've been so worried about Lauren and I'm trying to make sure that she's okay and all of this and I think Lauren was the exact same as well being like you need to take care of yourself and I you know it seemed to me from what I saw that they were going to stay together because they had so much love for each other um, and I hope that they did. I, I really did because they were lovely. It reminded me actually that scene. It's interesting you brought that up. I was very young. I must have been, well, maybe 13. And my dad worked for a big company um, in London. And I had gone down to see him and meet him for lunch. 
when you went in, it was a big, big building and you had to um, have like passes to go in and out. And I had never, no, I had never seen a transgender person before. And my dad had to put this pass through so um, I could come through. And there was a lady that walked out front of him and he spoke to her and was like, you know, whatever their greeting was for lunch. And I was 12 or 13. And I, I know, I knew, I noticed there was something different about her. And I kind of looked at my dad and my dad says, I can't remember her name, but let's say it was Janet or something. And he goes, oh, that's Janet. Um, She's transitioning. Now, this is going back a bit because I am old, but um, (laughs) it was the first transgender person I'd ever seen. And I will always remember, um, (laughs) I'm not going to get emotional, but I always remember my dad's empathy for her. And my dad was, well, there's a lot about my dad, but my dad had this incredible empathy for her mm-hmm. um, of what she was going through. Cause I think it was the beginning of her, her transition. Mm-hmm. And he explained it to me. And, you know, this is a guy that was certainly not brought up in anywhere where he knew anything about transitioning or, or anything. This is, you know, this is going back to, well, I'm 38. And this was when I was like 12 or 13. And, you know, I didn't live in London. I didn't live in a big, big city by any means. I lived in a little village. And I, I will never, I can even see her now, like passing through the gate. And I just remember my dad's like protection of her Mm -hmm. and his empathy for her. I'll always remember him explaining to me exactly what it was. And he said how to treat people with kindness and, it was a bit, it's really interesting you mentioned that scene because I instantly thought about my dad and I thought how hard, because he had said how hard it was for her to come into that office mm-hmm. that was most, well, not mostly men, actually. He worked in a big organization, but um, the bravery it took. And he must have mentioned something about courage or bravery of her because it really, really stood out to me. Wow. Yeah, it was a really amazing yeah. memory, actually. A really, And that was the first transgender person I'd ever seen. And mm-hmm. it all kind of clicked when I watched this. It was all so strange. It was like slow motion coming back to me because I just didn't, I didn't really understand why my dad was so insistent to explain something to me. Like, you know, my you have these half memories from when you were younger, but just the insistence of like, no, 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 no. You treat her with kindness because she's, you know, she it was not struggling that's the wrong term but very courageous mm-hmm. to be able to live your truth essentially I don't think you phrased it like that but those were his sentiments you know yeah mm. that's a lovely memory it really really was actually yeah so anyway um yeah so I I mean I really like seeing Jennifer and Lauren I wanted to I wanted to watch it all and it's just I a know. real shame I, there's I think there's a few more clips I was like I'm probably gonna watch a few more clips yeah because I would it really have liked to it really taught like even though Kate and I probably watched 15 minutes total 20 minutes I learned a lot from it I think there was a takeaway and I think this was a solid program and I think TLC mm-hmm. man Listen, we do this podcast, so much of it is in jest because so much of the shit on TLC <laughs> is shit. And yeah. it's programs they just green light and shove up there for people like us to kind of, you know, laugh and mimic and whatever. 
But they did, as Kay and I are going on with this podcast, we're realizing they had some really good programming at some point. There's someone that worked there, some producer that was fired. That's fired. Long always wanted to make these meaningful documentaries and they're like I'm just gonna sneak them in when I can oh yeah and they're like stop Uh, we need another wedding show and they're like no they yes to the dress yeah they just and whoever you were that greenlit this thank you and I really wish you'll come back I don't know where you are now I hope you know what I hope that person I hope they're working for HBO I hope they got fired from TLC and was like oh shit this is really awful and then got hired by HBO that's what I hope happened yes making documentaries over HBO that's what I want uh pounds Um, of learning yeah pounds of learning what do you think Kate well okay listeners if it's your first time listening we rate each show on a scale of zero to 600. I pulled that number from one of the network's most popular shows, my 600 pound life. Uh, we like a big range, you know, mm. oh, we yeah. like to get specific with our ratings. So, um, for this, uh, I'm going to give it 485. Great. I loved Excellent. it. Great. I'm going to do five, just go with 500 straight because yeah. it was, an old school TLC was from the Learning Channel era, which has now been removed from TLC. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> You're just gone. <laughs> All right. So I know this is speedy again, guys. Listen, we there are gonna we're gonna go in waves. We are like we are a roller coaster of emotions at, at, at Tender Love and Care question mark because some episodes you're going to be in for, I mean I just edited one it was fucking over two hours long oh god and I'm like bless you we, we're like we have to shut up at some point Ugh. this one's going to be a little bit quicker just because we didn't have much to go in with the first one and there's a reason the second one is going to go speedily let me just read you uh I'll read you the second show synopsis of the second show that the wheel of shame no you know, not saying anything against the Wheel of Shame, obviously. The Wheel of no. Shame just decided to give this to us last week. <clears throat> oh, yeah, hang on. This is supposed to be on my reel, isn't it? Voiceover. We've got to remember this, Kate. We want to get a voiceover reel going. So when we read these synopsis, <laughs> right? synopsis we need to make sure that we're doing a really good job you so that we can... Your- <laughs> you make the rain spin. So we need to make sure that we do these well. Mm-hmm. So we put them on a reel. So we start getting the big bucks for voiceovers. Big bucks. Yeah. Obviously prioritize that over this podcast any day. Obviously. <laughs> never. We'll never leave you. Okay. I'm going to do this now um, as I am kind of reclining in my office chair with one leg up on the table. Perfect way to do a voiceover. <clears throat> Trying for one last pregnancy yielded six tuplets for Courtney and Eric Waldrop. Now the parents have their hands full, not just with their life-changing newborns, but also in continuing to devote love, time, and attention to their three older boys. TLC shares the Waldrop story in this series, beginning just before the birth, through the high-risk delivery, and finally adjusting to suddenly being a family of 11. The season continues with the Waldrops managing a medical concern that comes with premature birth, 
going through about 70 diapers a day and enlisting friends and family to help with round the clock care and feedings. Okay, I messed up. A, I messed up a couple of times, but overall, that's a six out of ten right there. That's going on the reel. <laughs> Very smooth. Very smooth. That is six out of ten going on the reel. Send that off to any any agents. Can you imagine if right we got our voiceover reel together, sent it to agents trying to get represented, and they found this podcast? They were like, "So, do you do any other kind of audio work?" Or, well, ugh, I do have a podcast. Oh, I'd love to take a listen. No, 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 no need, no need. I'll send select clips. Yeah, I'll do my accent work. I gotta get my clip. I gotta get my reel for my accent work. That's something, guys. If you've been listening for the beginning and you heard my outstanding um, impressions of Australians, uh, <laughs> very stereotypical Australians, um, that is an example of my accent work. I, You need to become a Patreon member for many reasons, but also because in the Patreon mm. episodes, oh, yeah. I am switching from South African to BBC English to North Yorkshire, to Preston. It is everywhere. The accent work I'm doing is exhausting, but um, it's worth it for the five bucks that you will give us. It's outstanding. Thank you. Thank I'm you impressed. Much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so this was the show we got. Kate, first impressions. What are you thinking? Okay. Um, this was hard to watch i got a lot done while watching it i cleaned sure. my entire apartment sure, sure. um so i watched season one mm-hmm. and you did three right Is i would we... watched i would say skimmed <laughs> skimmed i looked at read the titles <laughs> fast forwarded a lot that's what i did with season three yeah i watched parts of each episode i did oh, some fast forwarding um, so let me just introduce this oh. concept and the family to you. Cause I started at the beginning. I saw Go. the births. Oh, I, that's why I did. I couldn't have done it. I couldn't. <laughs> oh God. Okay. So yeah, like, like Pauline said, it's Courtney and Eric Waldrop from Albertsville, Alabama. Alabama. Um, they, so they already have three kids, three boys. Oh. All right. What what are their names? Kate. Okay. Please. Uh, their names. <laughs> Please. Sailor. How is that spelled, Kate? S-A-Y-L-O-R, of course. And we have Bridge. <laughs> Bridge. Okay, I need you to stop there. Now, I have been on many rants since this podcast began a mere 26 weeks ago. And one of them has been my utter lack of comprehension for American names. Now, listen, I'm not saying everyone in England is called John, Paul or Pauline, um, but you are naming. Okay. There have been names on this, especially when we got toddlers and tiaras, and they all have the vocal frack, which all of them had this in this Alabama's vocal frack. And those names in the in the in in toddlers and tiaras were unbelievable okay as kate just said the first child and i have their ages now that they are because i kind of did a follow-up thing on them so as kate said this kid is 13 now called sailor s-a-y-l-o-r now next there were twins 
And I just want to, I got to take a second because the anger I feel isn't rational. It's not normal. I fully admit to it, but I just don't understand why you're naming a kid bridge and the other one is called wales you know what why don't you point out wales on a map to me if you can then i will allow you to have that name but i bet you a million dollars you couldn't pick wales from your asshole i bet you couldn't oh pauline i don't think she knows that wales is a place (laughs) i why do you just call them lamppost why don't you just like what's the bridge why are you calling them bridge? You know, I just imagined her like fork. Hot Bri- pan. Bridge lamppost. Come frisbee. on. Frisbee. Get over here, Frisbee. Come on, table. I mean, it's so <laughs> fucking ridiculous. It it's angers so me to my core. She well, she explains. I don't know if you saw this in um season three, but she explains. Oh, yeah. I, I just like different names. And you could pull out my Bible right now. Ever since eighth grade, I just have right. a, I just have a list of eighth names grade. at the front of my Bible. Because grade. Her, guys, her and Eric met and started dating in eighth grade. They told all their friends we're in love. We're in love. And they've been together ever since. They've never been with anyone else since eighth grade. Eighth grade. I listen I believe Kate and I, although we often often sound very jaded and very cynical, we're not. We believe. I'm speaking for you here, Kate. We okay. believe in love. We believe in romance. We believe in yeah. unity. We believe in two people being together and being madly and hopelessly in love. Absolutely. Do we believe that you should meet someone at 14 and spend the rest of your life with them? No. It is Looney Tunes. Ridiculous. You don't know. How will they have any sense of self if they've just always been with each other? They don't. She's like, I don't even remember my life before being with him. Like, we've just been together forever. We, you know, we, I was proud of them though, Pauline, because they got married. Well, okay. They went to college together. They got married literally the next month after they graduated. But then they waited yep. four years to okay. start having kids. Good. So I was proud of that. I was yeah, but like, then they had six. So, no, sorry. They well, had nine. Nine. <laughs> they sorry. Then they had nine. They had a bridge. They had a I country know. of Wales. They it, had was a a it was a whoopsie. It was a whoopsie. Did a sailor that goes on water under a bridge while you're going <laughs> over the water to the country of Wales? I mean, they. I just. Oh, can I, Kate, can I please read out the sex tuplets names? Do you mind? Okay. Well, I just want to say oh, a yeah. little about leading, like how this happened. Okay. Do, do, please go, go, go. So, okay. They had Sailor, <laughs> Sailor, Sailor, <laughs> Sailor. Fuck me. And then, um, okay. I have to stop laughing because then it got sad. They had a miscarriage after that. Okay. Yes. I did read that. Yeah. So then, um, after that, they found out that she has a blood clotting disorder. Yes, 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 yes. And um, the doctor told them that if they tried to keep having kids, they would most likely keep having miscarriages. Uh-huh. This part, sorry, I should have Googled the science. I don't know. But apparently 
it was safer for her to start having fertility treatments. Oh, okay. So, um, then they had the twins after she started taking this, uh, fertility treatment. And she said, they said she was just taking a low dose of oral, um, medication. She's like, a lot of people think that we had six embryos placed and that's not true. I was just oh. taking, I was just taking pills. Oh, God. And this is like a one in 5 million chance that this happened. It's like crazy that this happened. So they got pregnant after the twins and found out there were six of them. And then the doctor was discussing with them if they wanted to consider selective reduction, which is, yeah, that's really, you you can imagine um, how tough that decision is. But they said that they talked to Jesus and he said he would see it all through. And he did. did. All the kids were okay. So um, yeah, she goes, whatever she gives birth. It's, whatever that was a pregnancy i kid but they I were just, yeah she so, carried them to 30 weeks right it was just 30 weeks she got i think I so yeah there. they were preemies yeah yeah preemies. and unfortunately they did have to stay oh we have a little bit more notes than i thought oh, okay. um they did have to stay in the nicu some of them for like three months which mm-hmm. i can't imagine giving birth your child, all you want to do is take that child home. All you want to do is have it in your arms. And they had to like visit the children for three months. That's horrendous. That's really Mm -hmm. rough. But, um, luckily they, you know, they all survived and they named them. (laughs) Okay. Do the join do it by boys and girls because it's like themed. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because the, yeah. Okay. I think I know what you mean. So to join Sailor, Bridge, and Wales. They have Lake, L A Y K E. They have Tag, T A G. Tag, you know, the game that you play. Tag, the things that are on the back of your clothes. Tag. They have Blue, B. L U. Don't put don't put the E on there. There's no, just just yeah. make it just just you don't need the E. They and need then, it for lake. They put the E from blue on it, the end of lake. Well, lake well it needs a lake e. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone. I'll cut I, that. I I'll edit that. I'm not. Oh, that was embarrassing. Kate, it's okay. I'll edit I'm that drinking. out. I'm drinking. She's she's drinking and talking. Then we have rain. A lot of water theme here. R, but R A Y N E. Rivers, not river, rivers, R I V E R S, and Rollins, which sounds like a place in the South, Rollins. R A W L I N G S. So water themed, we've got bridge that goes over a lake that goes over a river. All of water themes and re- Kate, I am so fucking confused, dude. I know. What are those names? They're names that you scribble into your Bible when you're in eighth grade. Hey, guess what? At, do you think the decisions for names you made it when you were 13 is going to be a good idea? Why do you think about that for a second, Courtney? Every, every idea she had in eighth grade, she brought to fruition. That's true. <laughs> Lake, 
Rivers. <laughs> Why is there an S? Rivers. Rivers, rain, rollings. Tag. It sounds like Tag. New Orleans. New Orleans. Nor- yeah. Tag. Lake. Tag. Blue. What the fuck is tag? Blue. What tag. is tag? Tag. Oh. So there were three seasons of this. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Three seasons. So it's uh, the first season. I'll sum it up for you. Yeah. What happened? They hire help. Uh, her cousin's re- some relative, distant okay. relative. And, but that girl's like about to go to nursing school. They're like, she's like, I don't know what I'm going to do without her. I, she almost is like, I hope she doesn't get into nursing school. She gets into, nur- <laughs> she gets into nursing school. Just like, so then she's like, well, I bet I could do it on my own once they can hold their own bottles. And the <gasps> husband's like, you're insane. And then they go to church and that's their first outing as an entire family. They're five months old. Some of them oh, have, geez. I think one or two of them have a heart defect and they're five months old and they're at church getting passed around like a million people and she like misses one for a second and it's just I was stressed I was stressed yeah and then they get a van (laughs) I mean these are this is the content of this show dude this is these are the episodes van what was happening this episode get a van getting a van Oh. They try to balance the, um, you know, the babies with the older boys and um, they sell the sheep. Well, I don't like that. I hope they were. Well, I don't want to know. I hope the sheep were given to a beautiful farm to just live out their days roaming pastures. That's what I hope. I mean, I would think they would because they were free range roaming around this huge acreage when they had them and they seemed uh, happy and they were petting good. them and it was like, okay. it was nice. And so they, I mean, I think they had like a hundred of them or something. Like, Wonderful. Yeah, they were so cute. And there was a baby one with its mom. That was honestly my favorite part, but. <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the infant animal not the other infants running around (laughs) if only there were puppies but yeah it was uh it was that it was they sold that they're trying to they're penny pinching they're just figuring it all out and then at the end of the season it's like well you know it's hard but it's worth it and we have each other no it isn't that's it it's not worth it i know i if i don't understand having that many kids how you don't just lose them all the time I mean, I, season three, I, I mean, just to say this was cancelled um, last year. They, they had three seasons of this and Kate obviously watched them at the beginning. This third season, I think they were like, I don't even know how old they were, but um, they were walking and I don't know, whatever kids age, they're like walking and kind of talk. I don't know, they're kind of talking. <laughs> the episodes was, there was so much screaming. Mm. that like that kind of chaos and listen i've le- i i like chaos but child chaos is is a whole nother level there was one episode that just completely consisted the the entire storyline of this episode was when they should start telling the children to go out I- into a timeout corner i think they were like two because they were saying like terrible twos or something and so they were like, it was her discussing with Eric. Oh, I don't know. Like, should we? I can't do the accent, but should we do this? And should they go into the corner? And 
you know, I don't know what to do and everything like that. And so they cut to it. And then the kid would be like pulling a hair. One would be hanging off a banister. The other one would be vomiting. It was just, I don't, financially, dude, financially. And they all all seem to have pots of money because they have, I know it's Alabama, but they have tons of land, but maybe, I mean, it is so cheap. Who knows? But it's cheap. So she, she was a teacher. She was a first grade teacher, but then she, I, I mean, from the first season, she, he was like, your teaching salary isn't going to pay for childcare for six babies. So you should just stay home. She's like, yeah. And then he owns his own company, a landscaping company. Okay. Well, that can have a little bit of money in it. I mean, and then, um, you know, they sold the sheep. They're very lucky that they have a ton of help. Like they all have family, which is very, very lucky. Mm-hmm. They have like, she is a mum and dad that are constantly there helping. Um, she has like, you know, tons of friends that help. By the way, if any of my friends are listening and you decide to end up getting knocked up with six kids, I'm not helping you. I just uh. want that. Kate, I'm not going to help you. It is okay. not going to be, please don't ask. If you want to escape for the night for margaritas, then I will show up. I am not looking after six oh screaming two-year-olds speaking of escaping this part was annoying well it's like i get it but to me it was annoying because it's not what i would do but that's our job is to be judgmental so sure they're um she she's like finally getting to leave the house and like go out with her girlfriends and i thought they were gonna do what you're saying i'm like oh great mama's gonna get a marg what do they They do chilies they went to chilies applebee's were no they went to a child's clothing store and bought (gasps) outfits for the babies i was like that's not letting loose at all and her friend's like well i'm just so glad i could be here with courtney to pick out little girls clothes and bows and you know this is the south so if you're a girl you're gonna have a bow on your head so everyone knows you're a girl no 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 i was like go get drunk or something you weirdos oh god how just listen maybe they're very very happy but I, I just, I, <laughs> you'd never be able to go on holiday because no. you could never afford plane tickets for all those people. You'd never be on a plane again for probably the next 20 years because you couldn't go on holiday with everyone. Your plane tickets would be like $30,000 <laughs> if you wanted to go anywhere. Think about it. If you have 11 people you're traveling with and you decide, you said, oh, I'd love to go and see, you know, the Leaning Tower of Pisa, the flights would be like, $30,000. Yeah, not happening. I just, well, I'll tell you about something I did do a little bit of research. Okay. Um, I went onto this very odd website, which you and I have been on before, and it is unclear what it actually is. It's called The List. Oh, yeah. Yeah. List. Yeah. So I'm, fam- I'm familiar. <laughs> not familiar with the research you do for the show. <laughs> yeah. So, Courtney began a jewelry business. And now what does that take us back to, Kate? What does it take us to? Sister wife's closet. My sister wife's closet. Exactly. Uh, Robin, Jan- hang on, what are they all called? Robin, Jeanette, Janelle. Janelle. <laughs> How quickly I forget. Hang on. Cody, we're talking about sister wives here because they had a shit jewelry business as well. Jeanette, Janelle, <laughs> Janelle, Robin, Christine, and Mary. That's it, Mary. That's thank you. 
Nearly, guys. Considering I'm like obsessed with them, I don't know how I can remember that. Well, we have anyway, a lot of names floating around our brains. There's a right lot. Now. There's a lot. Um. So anyway, they had a horrendous business, jewelry business. This one is another one. So Courtney began a jewelry business. Um. I, from what I read, is they claimed at first they didn't want the cameras. They didn't want to be on the show, right? Yeah, until they saw how much they got. Once again, 10% of the budget. So they got, and by the way, typical season three, the TLC money comes in, they start doing construction. Typical with all these shows. Classic. Classic. They start redoing the entire house. And I'm like, that's the TLC money. Um, That was their last season. So I hope hope they kept some of it. But anyway, jewelry business. They decided, they claimed in the end, we decided to do the show so we could spread the word of God. Okay. The family's website, which I went to, is called God's Divine Nine. Okay. You, from there, you can take a look at the jewelry. Now, how to describe the jewelry? There's also clothing there as well. There's one t shirt, just one, oh, if you okay. want to buy it. Okay. Um, I think it was also sold out. So good luck with that. Um, the jewelry. Do you remember like 2008 and earrings would be like a feather or something? That's pretty much what they are. Okay. I pulled it. I pulled it up. I had to. That's all there is. And I don't think you can even buy anything, even if you wanted to anyway. I think it's all like sold or not in stock or something like that. And no wonder she's got like 50 kids. I don't know how she's time to run a business. Um, she does have 596,000 Instagram followers. So uh, she has over half a million Instagram followers. And this oh. show was canceled 2021, I believe. So I decided to start looking at the people that comment on her Instagram photos. <laughs> okay. I'm obsessed, obsessed with these people. As you can imagine, all the comments, it's just like, praise you blessings to you we love your family love you all so much can't believe that you know you're not coming back for another show another season um bless you you're a me- all very positive lovely things but i just can't help but wonder oh isn't that from sex and city i couldn't help but wonder, couldn't help but wonder. um <laughs> who are these people that are commenting I think that these are people who are in that demographic, you know, they're like moms in the South, moms in the Midwest. And they're like, I relate to this. We don't, they do. And they have uh, parasocial relationships with these TLC stars and they think they know them. (laughs) I just, (laughs) and they're like, miss you. And it's like, it's like miss, I know. So who knows what will happen to Courtney and um, all those kids, but they seem to be living a happy life. I just hope that maybe they get another show to get some of that income again to pay for the rest of that construction. I just don't ever want to see it again. There was zero content for three seasons. It was bad. You know what I think a smart move for her, instead of a jewelry line, she should just pivot and be a mommy blogger. Yeah, but I feel as though that would take more time to write every day than creating products and just sticking on a website. Or like, yeah, why does she do baby products? Why doesn't she do baby products? That's what I'd do if I was. That'd her. be good. I mean, yeah, she needs to have 
I haven't looked at her Instagram, so maybe she does, but like sponsorships, if she has that many followers, I hope she's she getting should. like a lot yeah. of sponsorships. That's what I would be doing. Yeah, because these people, when they get, when they're like half a million, they can still be raking in a lot of money every month. Yeah. If yeah, she, ev- if she's smart, follow yeah. us on Instagram, please, because we, we, we want to cut that as well. I think we have like nine followers. No, we don't. We have a little <laughs> bit more than that, but please go and follow us on Instagram. Not much more, but please go and follow us on Instagram. Um, so guys, honestly, I'm sorry. This is short and sweet, but actually I'm not sorry because you don't, you don't want to hear the details of these shows. Mm-mm. That's all I had for this one. I skimmed through season three and it was just really not a lot. Um, Pounds of learning, Kate. Oof. Uh, I'm going to say nine. Ooh, I see what you've done there. Divide nine. <laughs> Divide um, nine. I'll do 11 because I just learned that if I want to have a child and I want to go and take that pill, I'm not taking it because no. apparently you could end up with six kids. So I did learn something. That's what I learned too. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. It's not worth the risk. You do nine, I'll do 11. All right. So we've come to the end of both of our shows, which means we have to mosey on down to our wheel of shame. We're going to get some shame. (laughs) That one was so good. We are going to get some type of jingle. So any musicians listening, contact. I'm sure they'll be racing. I'm sure they will be racing to our email being like oh god i just want to work with those two i just want to create a jingle (laughs) they're chomping at the bit (laughs) please someone help us please all right otherwise it'll be me and kate composing someone something and no one wants to hear that but all right so wheel of shame guys we're all in tizzy there's new stuff added kate so we could be on for a biggie here we could get body parts (laughs) we could get addicted to marriage which i really want um listen you had mentioned something talking about the wheel of shame love off the grid right right mm-hmm. is that something you said that's is that tlc that oh no it is on here love off the grid i didn't think it was on here is it discovery plus only i think it is i think it is but it's okay it's on the wheel of shame so good dude we also have dc cupcakes Ooh. <laughs> okay well look Wheel of Shame, we're sending out good vibes. Guys, we're going to spin this now. We're going to see what we're going to get. And it's going to be something beautiful. Are you ready, Kate? I'm so ready. Ooh, spinning. Okay, give us something. Come on, Wheel of Shame. Please give us something real, really funny, irreverent. Come on, give us something we can really get in on. Let's. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh oh. Oh, well. How? <laughs> okay. We, uh, I all I can say is I hope the second show we pick is light and bright because the first show for next week, guys, is born without limbs. Oh, so, we knew it was coming. I, I mean, listen, the wheel of shame giveth and taketh away, and. I'm not going to do the pun that I could do there, which would be completely inappropriate. But what this may be something super educational again. But you know what? Kate and I have learned a lot this week. 
And I would just really like us to be able to get something where it's just the like mind-numbing TV, like a DAS. I yeah, I just want you know? the dumbassery. Yeah, to we want. We've had the learning. Me. We've had the learning. Yeah. The learning channel for like two <laughs> weeks in a row, by the way. And this is going to be a third. I just want something that we're going to pull next from the wheel of shame, Kate. That is really out there. Yeah, I want something dumb, like. Oh, bad okay. bad relationships bad yeah relationships. all right guys so look we we don't go against the wheel of shame okay first is born without limbs which Cheery. could you not have given it a better title tlc i know i, mean, I seriously sensitivity chip come on, come on gone. all you pas out there seriously Can't you make any better suggestions okay we're taking I've got to be really careful with puns. We're taking off Born Without Limbs from the Wheel of Shame. Um, all right. So next, 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 next. I'm going to spin it. Kate, Kate, send these vibes out, please, will you? Come on. Come on. Let's get these vibes out. Light and bright, fun, ridiculousness. And we are spinning. Come on, light and bright. Woo! Fun, fun, fun. fun. Great. Come on. It's like a dance. It's a laugh. It's a everything. It's a... Uh... Okay, okay, okay. This is tricky. This is tricky. We've got something that I've watched in the past because of the nature of it. There will be parts that will be upsetting in it. Okay. But I there is definitely some comedy in it just because of where it is. And the content is quite appropriate for us coming into the fall and autumn months. We have... Long Island Medium. <gasps> oh my god! Now we've got the hair, we've got the nails, we have the husband with the chains and the affliction shirts. However, I don't know how many seasons are, Kate, and I think there are a lot of seasons. Let me see. My mom loves the Long Island. She went and saw her live, like in the past few years. Was she our? Uh, well, actually, save it. Get okay. info from your mum because okay. we can discuss that at length. And listen, I am a big proponent for mediums. I, without a doubt, it's very close and dear to my heart. Um, but I remember watching this before, and she has the hair, and she's the little body, and the heels, the tight shirts. She divorced this husband as well, which was really sad. I don't think they're together anymore, which was really sp- mm-hmm. Anyway, we'll get into all of that. How many seasons, Kate, are we looking at? 14. <laughs> <laughs> but but I I don't think they're all going to be available. It looks like maybe yeah. only the last seven are available, which I'm completely fine with. So Kate and I get to pick one season each. We're going to yeah. pick one season. And I do think that she does go into some um, like personal drama as well, which is good. So I think we'll get some family drama, which we okay. always want. And yeah. it's Long Island. So Hell yeah. Yeah, exactly. So... Uh, I, I'm I'm okay. I'm okay with this, you know. Um, so we have born with <laughs> so embarrassing this, not because of the content, but because TLC can't come up with a fucking better name than born without limbs. Born without limbs and Long Island Medium are our two shows for next week. So what we're going to start doing is 
we got to put these up on our social media as well. Just as a reminder before um, you tune into the next episode, the ones, um, the shows that we will be covering. So you can go to our social media, see how I did a smooth transition there. Instagram and TikTok, Tender Loving Care Pod, Tender Loving Care Pod and Twitter at TLC Poddy. If you want to email us all the musicians that are desperately creating right now, jingles for us please go for the wheel of shame please go to tender loving care pod at gmail.com email us there tender loving care pod at gmail.com k and i's personal plugs um are voiceover reels available <laughs> whenever you want uh we'll send them to you um my etsy store which i know i mention every week but it bears repeating because we are coming into it is back to school it is halloween season i have new hats i have tumblers i have t-shirts i have hoodies i have tote bags i have bags that are going to be great for trick-or-treating for well adults i still trick-or-treat because i want all the sweets so if you're Mm. an adult and you want a slightly offensive halloween bag um to use head over to my etsy at a brit in the sun a brit in the sun b-r-i-t in the sun lots of pop culture merch go over there take a look everything's on my instagram and follow all the links kate i believe you have an etsy store too i do i have a store called kate marie art co and that's my instagram as well um i have a bunch of well i'm obviously really into reality tv it's a lot of that sort of thing tlc bravo rupaul's drag race drag queens in general um all that sort of thing lots of fun merch go check that out perfect so buy something from kate shop then pop over to mine buy something from mine then go to our patreon pay for patreon every month and basically from that guys you will be able to support us to continue to bring you professional podcasting like you're listening to right now um and we appreciate you deeply so thank you everyone so much for listening once again you know we always just say the best thing really honestly we 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 love all the support it's awesome best thing you could do is just tell someone to tune in download and subscribe to us as well that would be amazing and leave us a review always check out i should mention this as well always check out the show notes for each of our episodes take a look now because we have a ton of links in there um we have we always do like information on the episode links to our personal shops and instagrams and stuff like that so take a look at the show notes right now um follow us and have a fantastic week thank you so much for listening and bye-bye bye bridge bye whales bye sailor bye Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.